Zachary Levi. No, no, the real Zachary Levi joins us on the show today. It's Star Wars Day. Yes, may the 4th be with you. And so we'll talk Star Wars and everything that goes along with that. And you can watch the entirety of our stream and all the Zachary Levi awesomeness on our YouTube channel. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 52. Again, my name's Dadpool. And I'm the Trash Panda. And Happy Star Wars Day! Yeah, you are dressed in some weird headgear right now. What, what is, what is that? What I'm is happening? Pretty. I'm a Twi'lek. You're a Twi'lek. Okay, why are you a Twi'lek? Because it's Star Wars Day. Is it? May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Woo! Now, before Star Wars Day was even a thing, my younger brother, he's born on May 4th. And it was never a thing when we were growing up. It's only been about the last 10 years that it became. I think somebody finally realized, oh, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. And it all of a so sudden, what? It, it doesn't awesome. matter. It's still amazing so we are all rocking our star wars garb uh -huh. uh, now you can't really tell mine's a very subtle star wars shirt because it says fn2187 right over here and and, and tech trash panda what exactly does that mean fn2187 that's finn's actual that's operating finn's number. number and what, what does it say and what does it say over here first order sanitation first order sanitation so it's like and a work shirt that. At the Star Wars Celebration. At Star Wars Celebration a while ago. And we're, we're rocking our Star Wars gear back here. We've got BB-8. Um, and we have got uh, Han Solo on a Tauntaun. He's pop final. We've got IG-88. We've got Han Solo's blaster uh, from episode five, plus the medal that they You wore. could say We've my wife Han is a Star Wars nerd. Where's my other? Where, where did you put the other one? They're both right oh, here. They're both right here. Both Look, I've got little wampers. <laughs> little wampers. Little wampers. Little wampers. And I had to go to the uh, hospital today. Uh, to go and get some tests done. And I went with my May the Porgs Be With You shirt on, plus my um, Wicket backpack and Wicket purse and my Porg shoes on. And because they had to do an ultrasound of my lower belly bit, I've even got Star Wars underwear on. Wow. And the woman was like, huh, you a Star Wars fan? I'm like, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> what a little what bit. gave it away? What just gave it away? Um, we have, so we have tons of Star Wars news to share with you today. Um, also amazing news, just super randomly. I got into a Zoom chat with Zachary Levi two you days did. ago. We will share <laughs> that interview with you, at least parts of it. I've cut some parts out to share mm -hmm. because he is just, Zachary Levi is an amazing, amazing human being. And the stuff that he shares on mental health, anxiety, depression, faith, all wrapped up into one little amazing ball of twine that he bounces yeah. your way uh it's, it's it's awesome we love zachary levi so we're going to talk about him uh as well as so much more i think there's just lots yeah. i mean we're, we're, we're day 3492 into our our covid19 lockdown at, at least sometimes it feels that way especially when you have two small children running around the house mm -hmm. 
causing mayhem. But our kids are great. They, they've been really taking it in stride, helping out where they can. But yeah, it's uh, quarantining has been fun, but it gives us so much more time to get caught up on all of our favorite TV shows, our geek stuff, our movies, our video games. Yeah. Um, so we've been trying to fill fill things out. I started uh, finally started season two of uh, Altered Carbon, which was uh, an interesting one. It got some mixed reviews when it came out. I'll mm-hmm. talk about that a bit as well. But man, Trash Panda, how are you doing? What's been going on? What are you geeking out about right now? Now, again, we know that you're the massive Star Wars fan. Yes. This is never going to change. Um so, so when we get to my geeking out, we, we know what I'm going to geek out about. But what are you geeking out about right now? So I, I've got a, I've got a, a geeking thing that I have to call you out on. Call me out on? I have to call you out. Why do you have to call me out on this? I have to seriously call you out. Whoa, 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 whoa. You should call me out like when we're off the air. Call no, me out I'm in our private time. Don't call me air. out on air live. I'm calling what you is out this? on air. Because All right. um, the other night... Uh, in England, we had this uh, night where we usually have something called Comic Relief, and then which happens in March. And then in November, we have Children in Need. And they're big charity nights. They raise um, tens of millions of dollars or pounds for um, causes all around the world. And it's brilliant. And because both of those nights have had to be put on hold, they decided to get together and do a remote thing which was really awesome. Um, and they had loads of comics come back. Dawn French did a Vicar of Dibley skit, which was brilliant. Uh, Stephen Fry and Prince William did a Blackadder skit, which was awesome. Um, and then David Williams and I can't remember who's... Th- I want that one. I can't think of his name. Oh, Matt something? No, not Matt. Oh, I can't remember. Chris. Anyway. No, not Matt. not right. It's Matt. Matt Lucas. Thank yes, you. See, right. it was Matt. Matt. Who's um, geek knowledge? Come on. Who's geek knowledge? Can you please Thank move you. that arrow from my middle of my face because it's really starting to bug I, me? I can't. No, it's, it's just stuck there. Mm. Like, it's not there in the I live stream. Like I know. There, there's a cursor on our computer and it's just stuck, stuck there. Stuck in but. my eye. And every time I look at the screen to actually look at the camera, it's in right in my face and it's really starting to bug me. Anyway. Um, so anyway, they were doing some of their skits and Call it's all to do out. with um, COVID-19 and everything else. It was really, really funny. And Matt Lucas released a charity single called Thank You Baked Potato, which is absolutely ridiculous. But the original that he put online that I got to see was Matt Lucas and Brian May doing all the uh, guitaring. And I was like telling Dad Paul here all about it. And he's like, who's Brian May? Now, I'm sure that you're all out there right now being as incensed as I was in the fact that a guitarist doesn't know who Brian May is, let alone a geek or a nerd. Why would a geek or a nerd have to know who Brian May is? That's nothing about geek knowledge. Yes, it is. No, it's not even a little bit. Come on. It is. All right, England. Stop. All right, England. Okay. No, because two. Of the most amazing sci-fi movies contain full soundtracks done by Queen. Brian May being the lead guitarist of Queen, which most of you will know. If you're an actual geek or a nerd, you will know this. No, they'll know Queen. They no, don't know every... they will look, know who Brian look, May is. Look. And any decent guitarist worth their salt knows who Brian May is. I am sure that I am getting a lot of like, oh my gosh, him. Yes, you're agreeing with me. So I talked to my dad about this and we've come up with a brilliant way to to make you a better nerd, a better geek, as it were, because you've got the time to do it anyway. 
You know, so I, we I, have I, come up with 10 TV no. shows and movies that you are going to watch before the next episode so that you can call yourself a true geek or nerd because it is embarrassing that you didn't know that. I love Pixar. doesn't mean I know every animator at Pixar. I love John Williams. You don't know I, who Brad Bird is? <sighs> Do you seriously tell me you don't know who Brad Bird is? Brian May? Why would I have to know the guitarist in Queen? I'm not Do a Queen you fan. Do not know who... Not to mention the fact that I play it all the time and you even bought for me the Queen thingy that Watchamacallit just did. I buy a lot of things. I don't know who made that iron that I got you for iron and Tifa. stuff. But people made it. I don't know their names. All right? Leave me alone. Let's move on to Star no. Wars. It's Star Wars Day. No. So you are going to be watching. This is your challenge. You like doing challenges so much. You're okay if Spider-Man challenges you to go and do a silly handstand up against the wall and put a t-shirt and on. I beat Spider-Man. And do you know what? I don't need to beat Spider-Man. I want to see anything. you do what that American gymnast did because she went out and did a freestanding handstand and put on not only a t-shirt but a pair of trousers. It's a pair of pants. England, trousers. It's a pair of pants. So, the 10 TV shows and movies that you will be watching before the next episode start with The Forbidden Planet, obviously. I've because seen it. No. Some of these you will have seen, but you need to rewatch them because apparently you just have no just I sorry. Don't, you, hold on. We talked no, about this before. No, no. I don't need to go back and watch them. So, I've seen it once. The Forbidden enough. Planet. That's enough. Battle Beyond the Stars because that movie is so much fun. Uh, and these are all ones that I know I have access to so he can watch them. Uh, the original opening episode of Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. Just the opening? Yeah. Because it's the feature length one. Because who does not need a Jewish robot in their life? I do. Beedy, 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 beedy. I got enough Buck Love Rogers. Uh, Day of the Triffids. He liked it. I don't need to watch it anymore. Day of the Triffids. Day of the awesome Triffids. movie. Daleks Invasion Earth, which you should like because it's one of the original Doctor Who. And seeing as that you're a massive Doctor Who fan, you should have been watching those original Doctor See, Who episodes. I'm not a massive Doctor Who fan. I'm a massive David Tennant, Matt Smith fan. That's so what I you am. You are going to see the original because it is so good. Uh, the original Planet of the Apes. Because you just have to see it. Well, Charlton Heston. You yeah, can't Charlton go wrong. Heston's you can't awesome. go wrong with Charlton the Heston. The original Westworld before they absolutely made it into basically a porno. So, so not, not the HBO one? No. The original Although one. I hear they got less porno-y. I'm hoping so because that just disturbing. Because the, the original one was quite cool. It was really odd uh flash gordon because obviously you need to know who queen is i know and you need to know who brian may I've is i've seen I, I know who brian blessed is and brian may and all you those know people. who brian may is now because i explained it to you i've seen flash plenty of times okay the medusa flash. touch what the medusa touch okay i don't want to yes you're going to okay and just to be really mean the original Star Trek, the motion picture, because it has to be the worst one of the Star Trek movies. So why do I have to watch that? Because it's Star Trek. I have a vague memory of, of watching it. We bought the seven disc set on Blu-ray and we tried to get through them. And now I think we I fell have asleep. On Blu-ray. I thought we bought those. on. We do have those on Blu-ray. We don't. We do. I bought you the seven disc set of that on Blu-ray. No, we had them on DVD. We don't have them on Blu-ray. We'll if see. they were on Blu-ray, they'd be in that cupboard and we'll they're check. not. We'll check. Okay. So okay. anyway, you will be watching those before the next episode so that you can prove your That's geekiness. That's like the bar it's... for which everything terrible is said. It's the, uh-huh. the, the level. Like once you've gone there, you're terrible. It's but the it bar of terribleness. But it is science fiction and you need to prove that you we are a sci-fi fan. We don't need to watch terrible sci-fi. You do. 
You absolutely do. All right. Well, that's your punishment one. I'm just pointing that out. That's so your punishment one. Okay. For for those of you though, <laughs> I'm gonna move on from this quickly. So there's no segue. I'm I'm just jumping just jumping over any possible segue. For those that want life to get back to normal, well, first off, shopping in 2020, I want you to know that when I go shopping in 2020, it'd be like this, okay? I don't go shopping normal. I want people to have fun. And you know what? I had little, like, parents showing me the little kids and, and like, them laughing, and I was the panda jumping around. That's actually a trash panda's panda head, but it I is. still went out in it. Do you it. know what? They Last... said, cover your mouth, though. I covered my mouth with a panda head and a Deadpool mask. Last There's nothing wrong with that. Thursday, I had the most brilliant time. You know those dinosaur costumes that I'm desperate to have one of those yes, inflatable ones? so you can go ones? shopping in one of those inflatable T-Rexes. Somebody did that down on the market in Sudbury See, and fantastic. it was hilarious and I got completely distracted and walked up to the counter not even thinking he's like uh ma'am you need to step back because you, you you're not next in line I'm like I'm so sorry I got distracted <laughs> by the dinosaur so it was really oh, funny and that's the thing you just gotta have fun and it made people smile being dressed up as Deadpool and a trash panda um mm-hmm. going uh, this big massive panda head if you're just listening it, it's about a foot and a half two feet wide it's this big panda head and um it, it was just really fun to, to wear those I that's a shopping be like yeah you wore it to comic-con yeah but for those of you that are worried about life returning to normal we have one athlete has stepped forward and has said that he will continue training and he vows to press his sport on whether or not fans are in the stands Right. Whether or not fans are in the stands. And that person that is vowing to continue training so he is ready to begin here shortly is none other than Joey Chestnut. He looks like he's about to puke. For those that don't know Joey Chestnut, yes, I'm showing a picture right now. For those that don't know who Joey Chestnut is, he is the Nathan's Hot Dog World Champion for eating 72 hot dogs in how long? Do you know how long Trash Panda took him to eat 72 hot dogs? Uh, wasn't it like 10 minutes? 10 minutes, buns and all. 72 hot dogs. So he will continue training so that the next time there is a Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship, he will be ready to go. He vows this for you. Just know that. that he will be ready. Do you need to shout? No, not really. Now, I did look up, though, how many calories is, is in 72 hot dogs and buns. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is just in how many just hot dogs. This is not the buns. There is 20,000 calories Holy in 72 cow. hot dogs. And he eats that's that. That's like 10 days worth. That's like, yeah, 10 days worth of calories in 10 minutes. How um, is he not fat? There is 1,300 grams of fat. Does he starve himself? Um, well, he, and, and the thing is, though, yeah, I wondered, how do you train for this? And he says he trains by eating eight pounds of cucumbers. In one set to stretch the stomach. Yeah, they, they, they train. There's things they actually train to stretch and they drink massive amounts of water. And uh, anyway, so for those that really want life to go back to normal, um, we have athletes that are coming forth for you, letting you know that they will be competing for you to make life normal again. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. You don't want to. <laughs> nope. Um, and for those that are wanting to get in and, and try to have Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, um, Oh, I didn't share this last week, did I? No. Last week we talked. Oh, this is amazing. Um, something, all right, you know me. Ryan Reynolds, fanboy galore. I love Ryan Reynolds. And Hugh Jackman, okay, you got to love him anyways. He's just amazing. And they have the best golden Twitter feud going on the internet right now. And they have decided to join forces. Do you know when that started? I have no idea, actually. It's, it it's actually just gone on for started. as long as... Well, they show us when it started. No, For they, as long as there have been started, Jackmans and Reynoldses. Yeah, but they started when um, they were both in... Wolverine Origins. That's when they first met. And apparently Hugh Jackman just used to rib him mercilessly about being married to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> so that's when it started. All right. Well, I- and it's both a terrible start for the both of them because it was a terrible movie. And yeah, 
that 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 movie should be just like smitten from the earth. Smote it was, it. It was yeah, terrible. Well, just the Deadpool portion was terrible. No, the special effects. I, Whoever did yeah. that spe- those special effects on his oh, claws, they my should be goodness. fired. I mean, they just were not finished. They were. Oh, that was terrible. Um, here's a video for those listening. You can, you can hear it. It's just Ryan Reynolds talking and Hugh Jackman talking, so it'll sound just fine. But but here's the video, and I will explain what this is for because this is amazing. I actually I just spent my ten dollars today and i entered well i know i donated because this is all for a good cause but there's amazing things that can come from this good cause so here listen up people think it started with us well it didn't that's you jackman the jackmans and reynolds have been mortal enemies for as long as there have been jackmans and reynolds Ryan reynolds is amazing sis for generations it's been a point of family honor to oppose each other we start a gin company. And we start a coffee company. Together, we start a war. Because gin is for the weak. That's right, asshole. And coffee <laughs> is for sleepy people. In fact, there's only one thing that we do agree on. Friends Hawaiian is a really pizza. good show. Did he say Hawaiian well, pizza? Well, for one day yeah. and one day pizza. only, we've agreed to agree to not disagree. And, and only a pandemic could, could make that happen. Yep, we've agreed to join the all-in challenge. We've agreed to the all-in challenge. We'll stop our feud for one day and help sell a different type of drink. Lemonade at your child's lemonade stand. That's right, all to help fight food insecurity. Because no one deserves to go hungry. Just go to this so go to this URL. website. It's a URL, nobody calls it a whip. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're doing this. Here we go, guys. We're doing this. The guy's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want that kind of potty mouth around my children, though. No. Okay. So, so, so what they're pushing for it, it is for the all-in challenge that they're looking to feed um, and really help. Actually, it's, it's more than just feeding people, but but those that are having a really hard time in this pandemic, it's raising a lot of money. It's called the All-In Challenge. It's actually a charity that's out there, uh, a nonprofit organization that's raising money. And what he meant by by lemonade stand when he said that is that you can actually go and donate money towards this cause. The, all that money donated, 100% of it will go towards this cause. Thank you for the wampa. 100% of it will go towards this cause. However, by donating, especially if you select the uh, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. category of, of this do donation. Do you really want to tell people to do this? Because they're all going to enter then and it's going to make your chances less. This is true. No, yeah, it's for a good cause. You know what? That's fine. It's for a good cause. Um, they will actually fly out, both of them, and spend two hours running a lemonade stand with you, with the proceeds again going to, to benefit like frontline responders, which is just fantastic. I, I'm so, you know what? It's a great cause, but you know what? Can you imagine Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman coming out to your house and running a lemonade stand out in front of your house just for fun? Oh my goodness, this this sounds this sounds too good. Well, already according to our kids, Ryan Reynolds has been to our house. Yeah, so we've, uh, um, and he's, he still tells everybody that it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, he does. Um, he did. He dropped <laughs> off aviation gin for me. Ryan Reynolds dropped me off aviation gin for my for Christmas and for my anniversary. So he's been here. I believe it. It happened. There was notes. He wrote notes. There was notes that said was he was Christmas here. There was a Christmas card with his picture um, on so, it. So he had to be here. He had to be here. Yeah. Right? Um, unless you're lying to me. But you wouldn't <laughs> lie to me. I mean, he came and he dropped me off gin. That's what happened. You know I'm a terrible uh, liar. <laughs> I'm a terrible liar. 
terrible liar. But Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, just internet, their, their feud is so much fun. And, and uh, I, I do love the fact they're getting behind this. There's a lot of other stuff on there as well. If, if you're into sports or pop stars or whatever, you know, whatever it is, um, there's actually some really cool stuff. You can direct a movie with Jonah Hill. You can be in Drake's next video. Uh, they're giving these away to people that donate towards this cause. Um, uh, again, we'll probably all never win, but somebody will. And I'm really hoping it will be me. And, and again, I'm giving money. I'm like, do I really want to give the money? No, but you know what? It's going towards a great cause. And then if I happen to win, that's just like golden kudos on top of everything mm-hmm. that makes me feel wonderful. Um, but yeah, um, I, I just want Ryan Reynolds at my house. Ryan, please just come to my house. We can be friends. Really, we can be friends. You and me. We can be, and we can sit together and He'll we can play. Even and we give can... you the last of his aviation gin that he's been saving because he always has to have aviation yeah, gin you, you in the You just can't house. get rid of it. There's like this much left in the bottle, but it's going to stay in the freezer until we can get another bottle. And then, and then, but that might be a while. It's quarantine. But there's always Amazon, you know, which is fine. Um, yeah, there's always Amazon. Um, and again, in this quarantine, you might be feeling like, like this parakeet. Um, um, there's a video playing right now of a parakeet trying to get towards a really small shot glass size uh, Dixie cup. And now he's headbanging with it. <laughs> it's the squeaking I like now. <laughs> yeah, that's a bird squeaking because he's headbanging so hard. So, so hard. He, he looks like a wind-up <laughs> toy. That's the really funny thing. Is he just the way he's vibrating up and down? He's like a little vibe wind-up toy. That's how I feel sometimes, though. In this, I just, I'm just going crazy. I just need to get outside. Luckily, we're doing a lot of shopping for a lot of people in our church and people that we know uh, and helping them out. Um, and so I get outside quite a bit going to the store a lot. But anyways, yes, geek out about a few more things. And then we're going to go to my geeking out, which is, of course... The fact that I got to have a nice chat with Zachary Levi. You got to have a nice chat with Zachary Levi. Okay, so uh, lots of stuff going on in the news at the moment. Um, We've got Marvel's Dr. Alpha to be adapted into a Star Wars audiobook, which is uh, the first time we've seen something going from Marvel to Star Wars. So it's kind of interesting. Um, Well, not really. Marvel published Star Wars comics for quite some time. Yeah, I know, but I mean, an actual character like crossing the boundary. Okay. Um, so one of the um, characters in the Star Wars galaxy in recent years um, hasn't come from the movies or the Mandalorian. Instead, Shelley Lona Alpha, known as Dr. Alpha, debuted in Marvel Entertainment Star Wars Darth Vader comic book, and now she's going out into her own title. Um, which is going to be an audio book. Star Wars comic book. Yeah. Marvel published a Star mm. Wars comic book. So she's going to be um, with her... <laughs> Don't be bitter, Trash Panda. Droids, it's okay. Triple Zero and BT. Um, B? It's BT, yeah. It's actually like a psychopathic C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of fun. So that's going to be coming out. Um, the audiobooks seem to be... Well, they're saying it's going to be released on July 21st. Okay. So it's going to be an interesting little thing if you like audiobooks i do i don't read books anymore i just listen and then i can say i read the books even though all i did was just have airpods in uh, okay uh <laughs> other things that are interesting everybody's been watching the tiger king because it's absolutely insane as we all know um and marv uh netflix have decided they are going to um put out a a series all about him and there's been questions about who should play um Mr. Joe Exotic. Okay. And finally, there's oh, so many people that have come forward and want. I mean, didn't uh, wow, who were all the people that came and said they wanted to be Joe? Um, oh, I, so I, I, I just read a list of all these people that are yeah, very like really famous people. Um, 
What was one? Who's the one you met at Star Trek? Sorry, I can't think of his name. Carl Urban. He was even one that came out and said he wanted to be Joe Exotic. Do you know who they've got to play him? No. This is perfect. I'm oh, sexy cat. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage will be playing Joe Exotic in You know a what? New this TV really series. fits Nicholas Cage's profile of yeah. the, the things that he does and takes. There will be an eight episode scripted series. Uh, CBS is paying for wow. it. Um, and it's going to be based on a Texas monthly story that was published in 2019. Um, yeah, it's basically um, going to be centered on Joe as he fights to keep an animal park, even at the risk of losing his own sanity. So we already know he's lost his sanity quite easily yeah. and all that. So, yeah, Nicholas Cage going to be playing Joe Exotic, playing with the Tigers. That should be absolutely insane. So there you go. Go Nicholas Cage. I know. So, so where are we going to catch this then? So we know his career arc of movies is 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 like a, a wavelength, right? Just up and down and up yep. and down and up. And so, so where is this going to fall on his career path? Is it going to fall on the downward slope? Or are we going to catch him on the way up? What's going to happen? Um, so personally, I think this is kind of like an ability for him to play something that's completely within his wheelhouse. <laughs> so <laughs> Just a crazy character. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Because it's such we, we a crazy you, character. Nick. Oh, Nicolas you, Nick. Cage is is completely awesome. Um, I know some of these movies are completely terrible and it makes him look completely insane. And other times it's, you know, it's so good. You just don't know what to do with it. You know it. who he's like? He's like Samuel L. Jackson in the fact that they just never say no. Yeah. Like wh whatever comes their way. Hey, we're going to do the story about this fish and this robot that fall. I'm like, yes, I will do that. You know, it doesn't matter what it is um, that they, they're going to just just take that script up and go. And and it's um, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> they just take some weird roles, though. Those two my, guys my just favorite, never say no. If you've never seen it, I've never actually seen the whole movie. All I've seen is the YouTube clips, but it is quite funny. Look up Nicolas Cage and the Wicker Man, because the clips from that movie are so Man. funny. I mean, why is it burned? Why is it burned? Why is it burned? I mean, he literally is just like, what? what is wrong with you, man? Seriously? There is something wrong with this guy. Seriously, wrong with this guy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested. I'm looking forward to it. What was that it, early so. one that he did in his career? Was it uh, something Las Vegas? Um, that wasn't leaving Las Vegas, was it? Do you remember what it was? was uh, it yeah. Yeah. Dead in Vegas. There's some... Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. It's just a weird mind trip kind of movie. Um... And and so so he's always done his, his up and down stuff. Just that, that I, I don't get sometimes. It's just um, and and again we're in quarantine. Although hey, this is bedtime, so so kids are here. So hi yeah. bye. Um, yeah, he I I just, I just don't know, man. That guy just does some trippy stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. But again, some of my I like Gone in sixty seconds. Not that it's a top ten, but it's a movie that I can watch again and again. You know, I just it's a fun movie. That's right. I love the fact that Destiny now has that as an emote. <laughs> so so right when he's listening to Low Rider, um, not Low Rider. Yeah. She, 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 oh, is it Low Rider? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then, my friends. And then he gets you know the hands up rider. and just just kind of flicks them in front like it's time to go. That that was just. Really cool, and now Destiny has that as an emote yes. uh, that, that you can use. So I, I love that. Um, but yeah, he, he's just a, a really odd duck. That one, yeah. I mean, Face Off, great movie. I loved it. Him and Travolta, I thought they did fantastic. The Rock, one of my all-time favorites as well up there. Not The Rock. Uh, well, The Rock is as well yeah. as well as Con Air. Love those two movies. You know, they're just fun movies. Uh, and then he does just weird, weird Wicker Man type stuff, you know, and Snake Eyes type stuff. And this stuff that you're like, why? And did the Sorcerer's Apprentice. So he loved him in that because he got to play 
just slightly unhinged yeah, but that, <laughs> that one kind of sits in the middle of a, neither up I nor down. It. I know it, it's it's an entertaining movie, um, but but it just kind of sits somewhere what in the middle the, there. The National Treasure movies because those, those, those are fun. I know those are fun. I wasn't going to go through every movie. But he, he does. He does this, and that's the reason Community made such fun of it. Is uh, you know Nicolas Cage, good or bad? Like, what is he? And they told you not to watch all of them in a row. And our bed goes literally insane, and it's hilarious. So, yeah, there's that. Um, what else you got in Star Wars? I know well, you have some Star, Star Wars, Wars news. Yeah, um, this is Star Wars Day. Okay. Yeah, Mandalorian season. Uh, the episode eight just uh, finished. Well, it came out over here in the UK this past Friday. Um, so I have no qualms about talking about the Mandalorian now because we all know that Mando survives. We got to see his face all of like two minutes. Yep. And him and Baby Yoda because. Let's face it, nobody knows what the kid's name is. They just call him the kid. Um, they are now clanned up. Yoda, yeah. They are now clanned up. And he has the mud horn as his official signature. Um, Shouldn't you say spoilers for those that are in the UK no, and haven't seen the last episode? because if you haven't episode? watched it already, shame on you. Because it's gone. Been there, done that, gone. It just came out on Friday in the UK. Yes, we so watched it when it came out in America. Because we're awesome and so I'm American what? and it's okay. So what? Okay. Spoiler. No, no spoiler alert. Um, From now on, spoiler alert is... for the next 30 seconds. Go ahead. So uh, being today was Star Wars Day, I was having a conversation with my dad wow. about um, Yoda because officially there is no, he is not known what race Yoda actually is, which means baby Yoda. There's no, who, nobody knows what planet they come from, what race they are, nothing. So we have decided that we have found out Yoda's actual heritage. Okay. So I'm going to about to reveal on air who Yoda's parents are. So is this like a Lucasfilm spoiler? Yeah. Wow, guys, listen, get really close. Get really close to your you screens. this? Really close. Yo, uh, Yoda's parents, Miss Piggy and Kermit. The voice is the same. He's green. He's little and runty and wrinkly like a pig. It fits. <laughs> and half the creatures in Star Wars were made by Brian Henson, by the Muppets. So there's got to be some sort of link there. No, not yes! even a little bit. It it's works. Not even a little bit. <laughs> it works. It's awesome and it works. If you've seen the Muppet Christmas Carol, you know what Miss Piggy and Kermit's no, that, kids that look like. No, doing Dickens. You know what they like look that. like. They it's look like little win. pigs and little frogs. Yeah, that's not right. frog here. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh. I will find you and I will kill you. Oh, that is hilarious. You, if, if, <laughs> if you love some Seth MacFarlane and some Muppets, you need to look up Seth MacFarlane does Kermit does Liam Neeson in Taken. <laughs> yes. Was well, pretty good. That is funny. Um, the oh. other thing Disney Plus released this uh, week on the UK version. I know it's just come out in the US as well because I was talking to Kerry last night. And she was excited to see it. Uh, the Star Wars Gallery, which um, or Disney Gallery, which is focusing on the Mandalorian. The first episode focuses on all the directors for the Mandalorian, which there was Ooh, actually was a lot of fun. Um, six of them. Yep. There Can you name them though? Dave Filoni. Okay. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika. Sorry, I can never pronounce his name. He's like one of those words I can't pronounce. Um, then, oh, what's the main guy's name? Uh, Happy. John, John Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. Um, then there's Deborah somebody or other, the chick. Yep. I can't remember her last name. And Bryce Dallas Howard's a chick. I know, but her name's Deborah, and I can't remember her last name. Okay. And then the other one was somebody Lawrence. Um 
Last name is not done. Lawrence. No, no, there's the guy that's got like a Japanese last name, but he's not Japanese. I don't remember then. Okay. I can see his face. I can't remember his name. All right. But anyway, it was a really good episode, uh, really focused on each of them and how they approached the Mandalorian and how they did it and kind of talked about their different styles and everything else, which obviously Taika was just hilarious because he's Taika Waititi um, and how he approached it and everything else and basically him standing on the set like dancing around and everything else and making all the stormtroopers dance because that's funny. Because um, that's Taika Yeah, Waititi. it's just him. <laughs> um, and whereas Bryce Dallas Howard was more focused on like the, you know, the characters and the relationships and like having those moments in the in the show but really hearing how Dave Filoni is just the mass just a massive Star Wars nerd and going from starting out actually drawing for um he was an artist um hand artist king of drawing the hill for king of the hill <laughs> um and then he went to uh, Nickelodeon to work on um the last airbender um avatar the last airbender then he got a um a call to do the clone wars and thought it was a prank and nearly lost the chance to go work on the Clone Wars because he thought it was a prank by the people who did SpongeBob. Um, but apparently then he got to go. Him a and, lot. Yeah, apparently yeah. they pranked him a lot. Um, then he got to meet George Lucas uh, to look at his stuff, and he's just like, you know what? Even if I don't get this job, um, when I go to Revenge of the Sith, which was the next movie coming out at that point, he's like, I'm going to have the best story. Like nobody's going to be the most nerd me. cred. I like was nobody, in the room with nobody Lucas. can stop this. <laughs> so he was super excited, and George apparently really liked him and gave him the job. And it was really funny because he got there and he's like. They're like, oh, yeah, this is all computer animation. He's like, I don't do computer animation. And they're like, uh-huh, we know. <laughs> like, like, what do you do? want me to do? Like, that's my wheelhouse. Um, I got nothing. And which, obviously, I after he nothing. did The Clone Wars, he actually got his own show and did Rebels, which um, we're massive fans of Star Wars Rebels. It's it's just so good. Um, and, yeah, just seeing his, you know, his absolute passion for Star Wars. And he's just this massive fanboy. No, I mean, there's. I mean, he'd be proud to call himself a fanboy. He really would. Um, and just seeing how he interacts with everybody and and kind of just like brings his love and especially his use. Everybody who's seen the Mandalorian have not heard one bad word against it Mm-mm. because it really is a love letter. It is amazing. So yeah, it, it's a really worthwhile episode to watch. Um, I think this whole season is focusing on the Mandalorian for this uh, Disney gallery. So I think they'll probably be going with the actors and the you know the all these different bits, but it has been really good. It's a really good back, you know, behind the scenes look. Absolutely. And especially when they're showing the Mandalorian and he's like bobbing around in the front of your ship and they're like left. And he's like, ah, right. Ah. See what I didn't realize is that Pablo uh, Pascal. Yes. Uh, Pablo it Pascal. is only the voice. He never dresses up. They showed him in there. Yeah, well, okay. Up. For that one scene. But in everything else, uh, I can't. I just looked it up. I can't remember the guy's name. I was reading an article. Uh, it is not him. I, th- I thought he was actually the one that was behind the mask. And no, they all showed the time. him in other scenes. They might have somebody else but doing. For the s- most part, for the most part, it's not him though. Well, I it's, just it's saw a David footage. Prowse type thing. This is like a David Prowse yeah, I'm type sure, thing. Yeah, sure. But I saw footage with him. Yes. Like with his helmet off. You saw like, David Prowse with a helmet off, right? You saw him at the end of uh, Return of the no, Jedi. No, I mean like in multiple scenes in that episode. Okay. You to go back and watch the galleries episode. I'm sure they had him sitting in there to do a lot of like the stunt work and everything Not else and all the, the rest of stuff. But yeah. So it's not him for for a portion more than there's an angry wampa looking at me. Um, ow, 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 stop, stop. 
Stop. The angry wampa is attacking me. Um, Okay. Staying on Star Wars news, though. Mm -hmm. Let's stay on Star Wars news, because I'll have a couple things, and I'll give you two things, and then, yes, I promise we'll get to Zachary Levi, his interview. I've got it recorded. We'll play it for you, because it's he's he's so amazing. Um, but my first thing, though, staying in the Star Wars world, um, Cassian Andor. So we've heard rumors of this, but he is getting his own TV show now. Now, yeah. th this is really cool. Uh, it's going to be taking place five years before Rogue One. Yeah. And the awesome thing is, is they're getting... Uh, aside from Jyn Erso, because again, she she's only comes in, of course, you yeah. know, in Rogue One. They're getting like everybody else back for the most part. You're getting Alan Tudyk, who played K2SO, all the, all of his crew. It's going to be really cool. I'm Are really they getting Forrest Whitaker back um, to play. What's see, his see, name? He, he might kind of he might be dipping in and out because mm. he, he is around for some reason. I can't think of his name right now. The character's name. Look that up for me. Um but, but yeah, they're getting this back. Uh, I'm really excited to see what they do with this because, again, as Star Wars is trying to expand their world, this is one of those things. Now, this doesn't really take us outside of... To me, this is still part of the Skywalker saga because this is all leading up to New Hope, everything there. Saw Gerrera. There you go. The, the one thing, because he, he appeared in Clone Wars as well, the animated series, yeah, he does. Saw Gerrera. And he actually appears in uh, Rebels. Was he in Rebels for a bit? Later on, yeah. Okay. Um, very cool. Uh so, so what I like about what Star Wars is doing now, though, is they are taking there's there's a essentially an untitled Star Wars show coming. Now, we don't know exactly what this is. What we do know is that Lucasfilm has tapped a female director, Leslie, uh, what's her name, Leslie Headland, to helm its female-centric series to take place in a different part of the Star Wars timeline uh, than other projects. So hopefully, this is taking us somewhere outside of Skywalker, which I think is great because there's so much to explore there. Even though the Mandalorian. It's still in the time. It's happening somewhere else, which is great. We love this because it's still Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars, which is what we need because we've got Skywalker burnout. We need something else. Now, there are a couple different rumors for what this story could be. Now, one of them is being uh, about the Guardians of the Wills. Now, do you remember Chariot from uh, mm -hmm. Rogue One? He, he was the blind. Uh, we introduced him on Jeddah. Uh, as kind of like and a guardian the of the, of the, the temple. Yeah, but he, he wasn't really, he was force sensitive in a way, but not really a Jedi, no, he wasn't. right? Uh, and we're not even sure how force sensitive he was or if he's just lucky from walking past all that blaster fire. Um, but we think that that's one of the possibilities. Now, the second is that we know uh, Rosario Dawson has been already cast and already filmed all of her stuff for Mandalorian season two. Season two is completely finished and season still three will be is starting. Yeah. Yes, but season two will be releasing in October as per the original timeline. So one of the simplest explanations could be that it could be an uh, Ahsoka Tano series, but that still kind of falls though within the Star Wars Jedi uh, Skywalker saga because uh, of course Anakin Skywalker was was her uh, Jedi Master. Mm -hmm. She was the apprentice, uh, the Padawan, um, and so I, I don't think it could be that. The one that has me the most intrigued uh, has to do with the Star Wars underworld. For those that don't know, George Lucas before he sold Lucasfilm to Disney, he he, he had a uh, oh, what he conscripted. Is that the right word? Yeah. And they a massive group of amazingly talented writers to yeah, work on that. 50 scripts for the Star Wars Underworld TV show. Uh, they had this thing ready to go, but they were realizing that the cost was just prohibitive to do at the time. They couldn't do it. So the project was shelved at a point to where they could pick it up later and hopefully do this. Um, and it, it, this is something that Disney has now. They have these 50, 50 episodes already done that are just by amazing writers, uh, amazing directors have come in and helped kind of all just tweak these things to make them where they were ready to go. Um, and it would be uh, um, 
kind of taking a bounty hunter world, like a look at the darker side of the Star Wars universe. I don't know exactly how they could do this. They could change it and really put this in any timeline, but it just seems like the most intriguing concept because they have this already. Um, and I don't think, I can't see Disney letting this go to waste because they've spent the money. Lucas spent the money to have this done, you know, probably millions and millions of dollars to get this what he has together. And that just seems like it could be cool. I mean, another one that I wouldn't be disappointed with is just the High Republic, the Knights of the mm -hmm. High Republic, the Knights of old when you see the Jedis at their peak, when you see them running around 300 years before the Phantom Menace as the peacekeepers of the galaxy and at, at just their prime, that would be amazing to see like Jedi just like, just, you know, Jedi un unchained essentially. Mm -hmm. It'd be a really, really fun series to watch. So there are some options out there. Those are the rumors that are kind of circulating about what it could be. Can I give um, you a confirmed Star Wars bit for today though? And this makes me super excited. Okay, and it's not just Mandalorian season three has already started. Nope. Pre-production. Nope. No. So today it has been announced and confirmed. Like on the fourth, on, on May, May 4th, the fourth, be with you. Taika Waititi has been given the helm of the next major Star Wars movie. I thought Ryan Johnson has the next nope. major Star Wars movie. Well, Johnson has his trilogy. Um. Yeah. So. Um, Is it the one after Ryan Johnson's trilogy then? According. Uh, the uh, he is set to direct his own Star Wars feature film as well as co-writer alongside fellow Oscar nominee Christy Wilson Cairns, who wrote 1917. Okay, I need to look and into that because this was released today. Um, everybody's super excited about it because, as far as they're concerned, he's um, he knows what he's doing, unlike other people. Oh, Taika Waititi. I mean, just the stuff he's done. I can't wait to see Free Guy because that was his baby as well. Mm -hmm. um, him and Ryan Reynolds, of course, together on that. But but uh, I, yeah, he's amazing. And I know he's been doing stuff a lot longer. It's just, you know, it was really fun. When it releases, we're not 100% sure because he's got a load of um, he's got a load of other projects coming up. Obviously, Love and Thunder is still coming up as well as other programs projects and he has worked on the Mandalorian as well so it's likely he'll be working on season he's worked on season two and will probably be working on season three okay um but he is super excited he has it's been released today as a special thing because it's May the 4th and so he will be directing and helming uh a major Star Wars movie, so this should be the next one in the canon. Okay, I, I would be interested to know if it's just the next one, like after Ryan Johnson's trilogy, I don't because think they've got any, if, if that's the case, I though, I honestly don't think they've got any sort of timeline specifically set up at the moment. Okay, simply because of what's going on at the moment, because that but could put him like six years down the line, though, for the is next movie. What he's going to be doing. Okay, I, I know, but but if Ryan Johnson has to push out his trilogy first. You know, that, that puts it way back. Now, if they could, like, intermix them and have one of Ryan Johnson's I'm trilogy sorry, and then something else. I'm not being funny, and then... but I'm more excited about Ty. Oh, absolutely, Waikiki's though. No, no, nothing Tiger. against Ryan Johnson. I think he's done some amazing stuff. I think he's an amazingly talented director. Um, yeah, I just love Taika. But he ruined we love Taika. episode eight. Sorry. You ruined episode eight. You ruined it. You screwed it over. That's why I'm not excited about you having it at all. Yes, but he's got the, the but but he's got the Game of Thrones writers, honey. He's got the Game of Thrones writers, Trash yeah, Panda. <laughs> Who cares? All right, it is time for me, guys. I've been promising um, Zachary Levi. I've been promising Zachary Levi, and so I'm gonna go ahead right now, and I'll cut 
just to the first bit that I clipped out for you guys. Um, th this is me when I first come on, ask a question. I've got another uh, answer that he gives later. So I'll just start with this one to give you a little flavor. Uh, now, you haven't heard this whole one yet because no, uh, it was you weren't there. Well, you well, were there. I was but here, but he had his headphones in, so the I computer. couldn't hear anything and I couldn't have it on in here as well because otherwise it would have fed back so i was standing beside him and i could see zachary being very 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 animated but i really couldn't hear what he was saying all right so with that said here's uh some zachary levi hey is this me what time is it right on? what's up hey how you doing zach Deadpool, nice to meet you, man. Yeah, it's kind of a, a random thing that came about when I was uh, in a competition for a Ryan Reynolds movie poster, and it's kind of stuck with me. But um, anyways, man. I'm you look like you got like a proper podcast studio in there, bro. Well, my wife and I, were youth workers. We podcast. We do a lot to reach teens, so it's kind of one of the things that we do, and it's pretty cool, man. Copy so, that. Nice. I just had one question for you. Since we do work with teens, I got my wife and kids here. We actually got my kids into Chuck. Sorry, it's not the question, but um, they're loving it right now, by the way. Um, well, they can I, come around and wave or hey, something. Come on, easy, come say hi to Zach. <laughs> At least wave. He can wave. Get in there and wave. Um, it's like you got a little Chuck robe on. A Chuck? Oh yeah, he's got his Chuck robe going. Um, I don't get that. I didn't get that. Chuck robe. Uh, no, but just uh, just <laughs> one know. thing um, for for all the teens we work with that are struggling with depression and anxiety. What's what's one just good piece of advice? I know you bang the mental health drum, and I love that because I always I direct people to you all the time about hey, look what this guy has to say because he's got awesome stuff. So what's that one oh, thing? Cheers, that thanks, you, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, what, what's that one thing that you would that you would give teens and and kids and those that they kind of struggle with anxiety and mental health right now? Well, honestly, I, I know that I, I kind of sound uh, like um, I, I, like I'm kicking a dead horse when when I say this, because I say it more than anything else, because I think honestly, it's the root of or at least one of the main ingredients of whatever the root of all of our anxieties and depressions and stresses and anything that's affecting us negatively, mentally or emotionally or physically, how because it can manifest physically sometimes often. Sometimes, often, often, sometimes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> just, just go with it, man. It's fine. But the, but the, but the root. I, I really, truly believe the root is that we need to love ourselves more, and Amen, we are just unfortunately not taught to love ourselves more. And I can see the cross back on your wall there. A, a lot of people who grow up in very Christian homes never learned how to grow up learning to love themselves because I just don't think. I legitimately don't think that humans have been listening to God enough for long enough to understand what it means to be eternally and forever loved. We still be, we, we keep putting all of these, these subjective like benchmarks on that. If you can meet this, if you can be this, if you can, whatever that is, then, then, then you can be loved. And including even our own religions that we put on people like, well, if you just believe in this, then God will love you. Then that night, I don't believe that not for a heartbeat it, because if we believe in the eternal ever present and never leaving us love of our creator, then that's it. That's the bottom line. And if you can genuinely, genuinely like grab onto that and, and I'm not, and I'm not even trying to profess any particular religion or anything. I'm just saying, just believe that there is an author of all of this and that that author is for you and you have an inherent and infinite value in you. We, we are, we are both, I believe, infinitely uh, valuable and entirely unimportant. <laughs> we are both those things. Yeah. And if we can accept that, it actually brings a whole bunch of peace to your life because A, you realize that you are entirely lovable, which means you can be patient with yourself and kind with yourself and 
empathetic with yourself and love yourself, value yourself, not chide and, and chastise yourself like we do because we learn that from our parents who learned it from their parents and so on and so forth. So not only can you calm a lot of those anxieties and stresses and, 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 and things, uh, fears through just loving yourself, but then also accepting that you are entirely unimportant. The world does not, is not made or broken by your existing in it. The fact That's that nice. you exist in it is a miracle and a, an amazing one. And you have infinite possibility and potential in you that God can use for all and any purposes. But, but, but we're also all in all of us, infinitely small specks of sand on an infinitely large mosaic made up of infinitely small specks of sands. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and and it, that allows us to kind of let the pressures of, of all this life drop off of us and go, wow, I, I don't, I'm not the one holding up the world. I'm not even the one holding up my own world for that matter. I just need to love my world. I need to appreciate my world. I need to be grateful for my world that I've been given. Yeah. It's finite. I'm here and I'm gone. We're, <laughs> we're you know, so if we can wrap our heads around these concepts, I really think that we can get we can get back to being better, stronger people. And then collectively, we will be better and stronger as a society and as a people group. Yeah, I mean, it's never beating a dead horse, man. People need to hear that. And, and I think it's amazing. So so keep banging that drum, dude, because it helps a whole lot of people. Um, and yeah, man. We all really oh, I won't stop, it, man. I won't yeah, stop. Don't. I won't stop until it's all solved. And I don't think it'll all be solved in my lifetime, so it, I won't stop. No. Love you, man. God bless you, though, bro. And, and here was where too, I got man. that Dadpool moniker. That's what I turned in, so that's kind of where it started. Word. <laughs> my, my kids beating up on me. And anyways, yeah. Love you, though, Very man. Very cool, man. Take it Thank easy. Thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah, dude, so so I, I love the guy. And I love the fact that, like, like one... Uh, now, now he he is a Christian. He's he's professed that as his faith, but he doesn't. He never likes attaching that to it, just because it can get so twisted, right? I mean, as far as you say you're a Christian, well, what does that mean? You know, he's like, you know, we just have a creator. We got a God that loves us, a creator that loves us. Mm -hmm. You know, and we need to realize that we were made though for a purpose. He's the author of our life, and we need to realize that we can just love ourselves without all the pressure of this world, because again, we're not holding the world up. Um, just, just man, he's such an amazing guy. Such a yeah. truly, truly amazing guy. And and we love Zach. We love, we love Zach. We, we have the kids going through Chuck right now. And, and again, I, I forgot there was a lot of sexualization at times in that, that it has kind of caught me off guard. Um, and I guess you don't notice it until you're watching it with like an 11 year old girl and you're like, oh, or your grandma or your grandma. Um, which is still it's still really not that bad. It's pretty tame compared to most. But still, it's like oh, she's 11. She's she's probably seeing this everywhere else you know not that we let him on the internet as far as youtube and stuff much but um yeah but he, he did have something fun to say because because you know later in the conversation um just talking about being able to work in the marvel and dc worlds like both of those and then, and then here's what he had to say about that what you think it feels like it feels awesome it feels so awesome i was so stoked that that I mean, look, growing up a kid reading tons of comic books um, and loving comic books and even drawing my own horribly when I was younger and then realizing I have no talent for this, I should stick to being a ham, uh, you know. Um, but I, uh, I've, I've dreamt of those worlds. I've played out those worlds as a kid. We would run around pretending to be these characters, me and my buddies. No cosplay, no props, no nothing. Just running around pretending to be Wolverine and Gambit and Superman and Batman and just making sound effects and you know I got you no I got you first like all that kind of stuff. So to get to do that like 
as an adult for real and get paid to do it is <laughs> the most, it's the stupidest. My whole life has been so insanely blessed that I get to be an actor at all, I think is one of the coolest gifts ever. One of the coolest jobs and, and, um, and also like the platform and privilege God has given me with all of that and the ability to do just stuff like this and go to conventions and meet folks like you and, like, I don't know. It's all, it's so groovy. And, and I wish that Fandral would have had a better look. I wish the Warriors Three would have had like a better me. look in that whole franchise, but that's <laughs> not up to me. That was up to Kevin Feige and the powers that be. And I think that, you know, all in all, they obviously created a very robust and substantial and cool universe that dominated the box office for 10 years and kudos to them. And, you know, like I said, it, w- it would have been great to have been, it got to be been Fandral when I first got cast, but Chuck, got in the way of that and Josh Dallas did a great job. And, but then I finally, you know, get, getting to finally then be in it. I actually still got to tick that off. Okay. I made it in the Marvel universe. Uh, but I really did think that was going to be the end of my superhero portraying uh, because I was, I don't know. I was what I was 36, I think when I last played Fandral and I didn't think that there was, going to be another opportunity for me to be perfectly yeah. honest, you know, to, to, to play a superhero in either Marvel or in DC. So to then get, you know, as I, as I joke and say unceremoniously <laughs> killed in um, Ragnarok only to be <laughs> redeemed and revived and brought back to life as my own superhero in my own spandex and my own cape. And that I get to be a 14 year old kid. It's like a wheelhouse. Like, it's the <laughs> I never would I ever not want to trade that for that ever. It, it, and, and, and as it turns out, as I thought about it one day, I was like, I don't know. I mean, there are other people. There are actually quite a few other people that have, that have gotten to play in both the DC and Marvel sandboxes. Uh, but I don't know of one other person. And, and I think this is a fun, this is a fun badge of honor to hold that I don't know of one other person that has been uh, in the, uh, a, a Marvel superhero, a DC superhero, and a Disney prince. I don't know any that have done that. <laughs> so I think I hold that exclusively and I'm real fucking proud of that. <laughs> I love Zach. Um, yeah, just, just uh, he gets to do it all, man. He's done it all. And I, I was trying to think he's right. Like I can think of just right off the top right now, Ryan Reynolds, Idris Elba have both done both of them, right? DC, Marvel. Who else has done DC and Marvel then? Um, hasn't, uh, Drax, I thought Drax was in something. He's done James Bond. Does that count as DC? Yeah. No, I thought he'd done well, something he, he, else. He, I so. think, I think, well, didn't he go to do Suicide Squad with uh, James Gunn? Isn't he in the new Suicide Squad? Yeah, that's what I mean. He went to do Suicide Squad yeah, with James so Gunn. Yeah, so now he is. Okay. And he was um, in Bond, so I mean, but he's done I, I don't think I can't trifecta. see Batista ever being a Disney princess <laughs> or a prince. Disney prince. Prince, he will never be. Well, I guess you could voice it though, but still, like he does not have the voice that suave, cool Zach Levi type voice that you would need to be a modern day Disney prince. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's unless true. like Star Wars, there could be a prince in Star Wars. Would that would that be? technically be a Disney? I mean, if Princess Leia is a Disney princess, if there were a prince in Star Wars, that would be Han Solo. That would be Luke Skywalker. If she's the princess, wouldn't he be she's a prince? She's a princess because she oh, got is adopted. Of, because of yeah. Alderaan. All right. So. All right. And if he marries a princess, then technically that makes him a prince regent. Yeah. So, okay. okay. 
All right, we don't have a whole lot of time. I want to give about 10 minutes left to this because we, we're, we're, we, it's okay to go long a bit. So where do you want to go? We got some David Tennant, Catherine Tate news. We've got Animal Crossing news. I know you have Guardians 3 news. Do you want to start there? Um, yeah, so Guardians 3. Um, okay. Let me just go James Gunn. Back. Yeah, James, James Gunn. Gunn. Um, so James Gunn has been talking a lot about Guardians 3 and there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of things going up and down about um, what's going to happen, what's it going to look like. Um some of uh, one of the big rumors that's happening at the moment is that Zachary um, Montgomery, who was in Stranger Things three, which was Max's older brother, oh the yeah, yeah, Billy yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, I think he was in Stranger Things like too. Yeah, no, he's going to be playing Adam Warlock. Um, oh. that's the that's the like rumor at the moment. Okay. Um, and then Gunn himself has said that um, his idea about how the Guardians were and what was going to happen ends with. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So there may not even be a Guardians of the Galaxy 4. Oh. It might end with 3, which... Now, we're looking at at least 2022 at the moment because of what's going on and everything else that's okay. happening, which is okay, it's fine. Um, but um, one of the big things that um, has happened in the last little while is that he was answering some fans on uh, fan questions on Instagram. This was James Gunn and Gunn was asked whether a character would die in guardians of the galaxy three. And he replied with a single word. Yes. Ooh. Now the question is, is who could that be? I'll just so, kill off Mantis. Just, well, there's a just lot of people who have died. Obviously you've got <laughs> Peter Quill's mum, Laura Haddock. Um, his father figure, Yondu's died. Gamora. Um, Gamora's died and then come back. No, no, a different, an alternate dimensional yeah. version has come back. So you've got a um, well, different timeline. She's I guess. she's kind of come back of, of a sorts. Um, obviously, um, Nebula has been killed, um, which is really strange because her. How was Nebula killed in the movies? She was killed in Endgame. She killed herself. Okay. At the very end. Hold on. She's got the Infinity Gauntlet and uh, then Gamora. Wait. Yeah, she dies. Okay. Do you not remember that? No, I'm just drawing a blank right now for some reason. She's, wow. All right, so Hawkeye's down. He's just got the gauntlet. The whole place has been smashed in right before the massive fight. Yeah. And he's running off and then he goes, hey, I know you. And Nebula picks it up and then she talks to her dad, to Thanos oh, and says, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I picked sorry, sorry. it up. And then Gamora's like, no, don't. And she goes to shoot Gamora and Nebula. Yeah. Uh, kills herself yeah so that's also happened so it i mean there is a question of who's going to die and at the moment the character that everybody thinks is the one that's going to die is rocket why would you kill off bradley cooper so kill off man you can't i, don't well, care I know mantis. but you can't <laughs> the, when you look at the litany of characters and who they are and everything else you've you've killed off Groot twice now in a sense yeah. um and brought him back so you know Groot really can't die it's just the way it is um so you've got Groot there you can't kill off Quill you can't really kill off Gamora again you can't kill off Nebula because technically she's already dead you know you kill off Drax and it's not going to make a massive impact and we know James Gunn likes to make an impact no, so but, the but... only person that would make logical sense for him to kill would be Rocket but Drax would be poetic Right. He's a tortured soul. He's been trying to kill Thanos his whole time just because he killed his family. Now that Thanos and all of that is finally resolved, it would just make poetic, like just sense for him to go. I mean, that was his whole purpose after his family was killed. Yeah, but everybody loves Drax, but 
he's a bit of an unnoticeable character in a sense. That's true, because in he can move so slowly, it, you can't see him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Die, blankets of death! But I think if anybody was uh, to... What is being thought of right now, is it the one that the one that's going to be is likely to die and there seems to be some question about it and people seem to have been like, you know, looking at it and why and how um, at the moment all signs are pointing towards Rocket being the one who's going to be dead. Okay. But they are apparently, looks like they are going to be in Thor Love and Thunder. They are going to appear in Thor Love and Thunder. So we are going to see our Guardians back, uh, which means that, well, it's... We already kind of guessed that because at the end of Endgame, Thor is off with the Guardians becoming the Asgardians of the galaxy. So they're off together. So we know that that was going to happen, but it may be that Thor just kind of gets fed up with the Guardians or they get fed up with him or Peter gets fed up with him. I mean, they were already fighting within two minutes of him arriving on the spaceship. So, I mean, there's there's some tension there yeah. and it's... Um, it's probably going to be the fact that they're all going to call him fat and he's just going to get fed <laughs> up and he'll leave that. So understandably. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that's where I'm going with that. Okay. Uh, one of the more interesting bits of news uh, that I'm really, I, I'm still, I'm not, I'm still upset about this. Um, so there's going to be a new series of Battlestar Galactica. Honestly, I don't think this was necessary. There are so many other shows you could be playing with. And apparently Mr. Robot um, was uh, creator Sam Esmail was going to be uh, taking it on. Um, he's still going to be a part of it, um, but the primary creative force is going to Michael Leslie. Um, he's very well known for AMC shows, The Little Drummer Girl, and his script for the terrible Assassin's Creed movie. Oh, so we're not going from better to better. We're going from better to eh. Yeah, meh. and it's tough because Battlestar Galactica, it was such a deep, layered show. I mean, there was so much as meta that was built into the different layers of what's going on in that show. And it's it's tough to come back and try to, to top that or change that. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with it direction-wise because it was... It was yeah, so, I mean, the, the finale, you could say one way or another, but just overall as, as a show, start to finish, I mean, it, it was just this layered, amazing show. Yeah. So what there's been saying is uh, Leslie's statement um, was in line with Esmail's comments last year saying the new series will represent a new story within the mythology while staying true to the spirit of Battlestar. And I mean, how do you do that? Because Battlestar Galactica is about... The Galactica being the last ship of humanity, you know, trying to escape from the Cylons as they've basically committed genocide against the humans. Um, and I mean, you can't, you've you've got to concentrate on, you know, Adama and Is, is it going to be a reboot then? Or is it a full series reboot? Or are they following they something d- different? Nobody really knows. Like okay. I say, it's going to be, a, represent a new story within the mythology. I mean, how do you do that? Because... The uh, Ronald D. Moore version kind of covered from A to Z the entirety of Battlestar. I mean, yeah, it could have gone on for a lot more seasons. There was no, I mean, we can't even. I mean, there could have been a, another pocket like of humanity that got away that they didn't know but about. But it's called Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah, you're on the Battlestar. So that's kind of, yeah. So what I'm saying is that you can't, you know, you can't get away from. It'll be their day to day life. Odama brushing his teeth. And <laughs> cooking breakfast. And so all this stuff that you missed that you wanted to know, what did he have for breakfast? What did he eat? And now you know. I've got a feeling I'm going to be throwing things at the TV. 
<laughs> I really, really, really do. Um, um, something really fun. I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, Call of Duty. A lot of people are going back to playing Call of Duty at the moment. Okay. Um, so you you know by using FPS, you can get, which is uh, basically asking for a fire team online, you can get some really weird randos, as yes. we both know. Yes. Um, so this one guy decides um, he's playing uh, Call of Duty and um, he called for a fire team to play online against some other people. And so he got his team up. So there's usually five in a team okay. on each side. Okay. Um, he got in with this bunch of randos. They started losing badly. Four of them quit on him. So wow. he's in there one versus five. Now, there's this really special thing in Call of Duty that if you get 30 kills in a row without dying, you can call in a tactical nuke. Okay. He pulls it off, pulls the tactical nuke, kills the other team, and wins the game. Nice. After losing four of his team, random team members. Okay. I mean, come on. This guy is like completely baller. His name, uh, the team, the player's name was San Leon. Um, yeah, so it ended up sided. He got the tactical nuke kill streak. Um, completely just destroyed this other team after the, the others just quit out on him. And I mean, like, that guy's baller. I mean, that's amazing. Wow. I mean, I'm not a big Call of Duty fan, but <laughs> I know doing that in Destiny, there's no way I could have pulled that off. Uh, maybe you could. No. Well, you could. No. I couldn't. <laughs> no way. Um, and just some random stuff here at the end. Found this picture. Doctor Strange in Iron Man armor. Uh, if you're just listening, you can't see this, but it's just a really weird take on, we, we don't know what this was for, what they had planned for it, but there's a picture of Benedict Cumberbatch uh, in Iron Man's armor uh, on a green screen with Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. standing next to him, um, not in Iron Man armor. So, so we don't know where this was going to go. Maybe they decided that, you know, Chris Evans getting the Thor hammer was enough. They didn't need anything else from that. Um, but, but just one of the things where you wonder what could have been with that. That was kind of a, an, an interesting one right there, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, I, I have more, but we, we've gone on there. There's just so much right now. Uh, Spider-Man three, potentially this will be really quick. Um, rumor mills going that potentially daredevil could pop up in this one. Now, Charlie Cox, who plays, uh, the daredevil on the Netflix show says, well, it's not him or he hasn't been told at least if this is happening. <gasps> Do you mean that Ben Affleck could be coming back as Daredevil? Not even a little bit. Uh, the only reason, though, I give this rumor credit or any kind of credence is because uh, Kevin Smith is the one that's been talking about this. And if you don't know, about 10 years ago, Kevin Smith and Joe Quesada wrote one of the most iconic Daredevil storylines, Guardian Devil, mm -hmm. uh, in which uh, Foggy Nelson gets arrested for murder. Karen Page has AIDS. He has uh, Matt Murdock has this just crisis of faith. All these things happen. Actually, a lot about, not all, but some of which the Netflix... Uh, Daredevil series kind of spawned from um, but but Kevin Smith is the one that's talking about this and the fact that we could see Daredevil on the big screen in the MCU which would be really 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 cool um, in Spider-Man 3 so that just seems kind of cool mm -hmm. uh, and, and then if you haven't watched it I haven't watched it either I need to uh, Chris Hemsworth's new movie Extraction dropped and it has a 12 minute oneer, uh, meaning a 12 minute uncut segment. Now we're watching that tomorrow night. They did. Oh, nice. They did actually cut it. But the only reason was because they had to just move the location to somewhere else in India where they were filming. Uh, and so it had to move. But uh, otherwise, they, they really tried to film this as a just full on length 
12 minute thing and the director sam hargrave who's a a, a big marvel uh, stuntman he's been chris chris evans body double mm-hmm. and just done all kinds of things for marvel he's the director uh, and being an ex-stuntman he's like sitting on the front of these uh, camera cars with a handy cam flying 60 miles an hour behind stuff as it comes to a break they release him so he flies off the car and kind of runs then and then jumps in another car with the handy cam and that's how they kind of continue some of these scenes so it's so a really really cool like to watch the behind the scenes how this happened uh, and then just from a man that, that mechanical standpoint of what went in the technical aspects of what went into that mm-hmm. it's really cool just to watch it knowing now when you get to that one scene you'll know you'll, you'll see because they're not cutting it's 12 minutes of no cuts um just really, I'm looking forward to seeing that yeah. tomorrow. That's really, really, really fun. Um, awesome. So yeah. So I don't know, guys. We, we've just gone long, but it's okay. We we love being here. We love uh, Star Wars celebrating Day. Star Wars Day with you. Um, and that's the what Wampa we're here cruise. for. The, the Wampa. She is waving the Wampa around for those just listening. Um, she is waving it all over. He's a funky Wampa. He, he's, whoop, 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 whoop. Ow! Don't push that into my face. Well, you're not talking into the. Well, mic. I'm sorry. He's a funky Wampa. <laughs> guys you're amazing we are gonna go for now again you need to go back and rewind this and listen to zach levi's answer because again man just in this time it is really hard where we're locked inside we don't know what to do parts of our identity have been stripped away because we don't have work we don't have school we don't have so many things that we're used to having that kind of build up part of who we are and this is a great time like he said to learn to love yourself Mm-hmm. Because we were created by a creator, the author of all of this has given us life for a reason, whether we are working or in school or not. And it's about trying to figure out then, then, well, how do I love me for me? The me that's not me when I'm working, the me that's not me when I'm going to school, the me that's not me when I, I, I don't know, like, how, how do you just love you for you and figuring that out? And so listen to what he has to say, man, that dude is, is a sage. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. So we love Zachary Levi. Love you, Zach. And again, on that, I got to give some credit, uh, uh, how that happened there's a, a convention that decided to do everything online awesome con online got to give credit where credit is due uh, and they arranged that whole zoom q a that we, we were able to get in on um and so check them out they've got some really cool stuff even some zachary levi um autographs if you mm-hmm. want to buy some of those that's always good but yeah we are in no way affiliated with them but we just were able to get in with them so guys we love you we do um, don't forget to be awesome may the fourth be with you And be unique. May the force be with you. Bye! The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome. Are we done? We are. We're done. Yeah. Okay, where's the off button? Oh, this thing's so hot.